Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so thankful that you're tuning in with me right now. I just want to say I'm incredibly thankful for all of you who have told me how this podcast has touched you, how it's blessed you. I'm so thankful for everybody saying keep going and to not stop. And I want you to know that I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep putting these out and I'm very excited to do so. It's a new thing for me and I'm actually not a huge fan of speaking and being on camera and doing all of this. This is simply just obedience and just trying to do what I feel the Lord is showing me to do. So that's why we're doing this and we're going to keep going. So I hope it's impacted you so far and I pray that this episode touches you in some way, shape or form. I know this one's going to be special. It's a little longer today, so we're going to get right into it. I'm just going to pray us in and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this podcast. Lord, I thank you for the person listening right now, that there is a reason that they're listening, and I just thank you that they're here. I pray that you will just speak straight to our hearts in this episode. Let us gather from this anything that you desire for us to know. I pray that we would feel your love for us in this podcast, that we would receive wisdom and guidance from this, that you'll show us just how close you really are. And Lord, I just thank you for everything that you're doing right now in our lives, in this world. Through the ups and downs, Lord, you are still God, and you have a mighty plan. And so, Father, we just want to know more about you and more about your plan. So I thank you so much for speaking to us, Lord, and for giving us these words, and for chasing us down with on-time revelation. We surrender this moment to you. We open our hearts to you. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's get right into it. I hope you enjoy. Lately, I've felt called to really analyze what I hold valuable in my life. As I walk throughout my journey, what becomes more valuable, what becomes less valuable, what's valuable to me right now, what was valuable to me, what should be valuable to me. And as I've looked through everything, everything that I've gained, the position I'm currently in financially, the clothes that I have, the opportunities that I have, what I come back to every single time is simply Jesus. It's simply my relationship with God. It's simply my relationship with Jesus. And it wasn't always this way, especially even walking with God in the beginning. It wasn't completely centered on walking with him simply out of my love for him. That had to grow with time. You don't always love people immediately. (laughs) That kind of grows with time. And in the beginning, I didn't really understand who God completely was. I understood that Jesus died for my sins, and I understood that God loved me more than I could possibly imagine, but it takes a season or two to really experience that and believe that for yourself. That's why salvation is an interesting thing when you come to the faith. I don't think sometimes we fully understand the extent of what that is, the amount of love that that actually takes, the amount of potential that God actually sees, the way his heart actually burns for us. It's deep, and it takes a while to kind of see and experience that and feel that sometimes. And as I've walked, especially living in Los Angeles, California, where the reason I moved out here is because I prayed for a specific sign and I got that sign within an hour, I knew I came out here on a word from God. But when I came out here, my eyes were so big on what the world had to offer as well. And sometimes as you're walking with God, you're asking him for things of the world and asking him to bless your path in the world so much that it's world focused and not God focused. It's what can God do for me and not God, what do you want me to do? And it took a while to learn because as you're exposed to more, you look at more, you get enticed by more, and you desire more. You look at what other people have, you look at what other people are experiencing. Oh, they walk with God, they're experiencing this now. Oh, this person worked really hard and he got to this now. Oh, I see if I do this, 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 I can get to this, this, this. And we're all looking at the wrong things. 
See, it's nice to see a model or an example of what could be in your life. That's nice and that's beautiful. But we have to constantly be checking back in with God and say, is this what you want from my life? We do not build our lives. Think about trying to build a whole house from scratch with no map, no vision, no idea of what it's supposed to look like, but you're just building as you go. It most likely isn't going to turn out that well. And we do this all the time. We build our lives, we build our lives, we build our lives, we go after things of the world, we do whatever we want to do, and then we wonder why we're unhappy, we wonder why we're not satisfied, we wonder why we're constantly wanting more, is because we're living out of looking at what everybody else has. It's easy to become distracted in the journey, it's easy to become sidetracked. What I'm noticing in my own life is at each new level, at each new door, there's more opportunity to look at more things of the world, there's more opportunity to become distracted. At every new level, at every new opportunity, at every new door, I have to stop and check in and say, God, is this really what you want from me? God, is this where you want me to be? And sometimes that can become an anxious pattern that you don't want to fall into. Sometimes that can even be a distraction or an attack to just stop and question every step of the way. But I don't do it in that way. I do it in a way that says, God, I want to make sure I'm still pleasing you. God, I want to make sure that I'm still doing what you've called me to do. I want to make sure that I didn't pick up anything along the way to this position that you didn't want me to have. I want to make sure that my heart is still postured and centered around you. And I think we really need to start asking ourselves and taking inventory wherever we're at and say, did God bring you there? Is this the place that God has for me? Because the place that God has for you should be confirmed by his peace and his presence. You should feel the purpose in that place. I think one of my biggest fears throughout my career, throughout ministry, throughout anything that God will bring is simply losing him along the way. And that wasn't always my greatest fear and that's the scary part because now it's become one of my fears simply because I know how important and how amazing God is and how key he is to your journey. Serving God is the only thing that matters. Serving him with our gifts, serving him with our talents. We make this life too much about ourselves. We neglect our neighbors. We try to compete with everybody. We try to keep up. We try to meet this standard that life has set for us rather than chasing after the standard that God has for us. Rather than pursuing righteousness and holiness, we pursue to be the best. We pursue to have the most money. We pursue to be seen the most. We pursue what makes us comfortable. We pursue our own desires. And I just wonder sometimes as we're pursuing these things, when did that change? You didn't always chase those things that you're chasing right now. We weren't always so enticed by the things that we see. We weren't always so enticed by clothing and having this car and having this home and having this type of partner. We weren't always enticed by that in the way that we are. But now we're starting to get our perspective and our roadmap from things that are outward, from things that are fleshly and worldly. And when did that change? You see, you have to understand that as you're going throughout your journey, the devil slips in things here, he slips in things there, and he starts to see if you'll take the bait. And you take a little bait all along the way until next thing you know, you're lost. He does this with people in ministry all the time. And that's what I was afraid of when going into ministry because I've seen it so many times in pastors and leaders, how the purity of their ministry and what they speak about now does not line up with how they used to speak. And you can see a clear difference between the presence of Jesus in that person's life and I never want to see a person start off with Jesus so present in their life and leading them so strongly. And then years later, it looks like they're just doing something for themselves. But what the Lord showed me about that is that he never let go of that person. That person let go of him. And so that shows me that that will not be my story as I do not let go of the Lord, as I am always centered around the Lord. 
that will not be your story as you are always centered around the Lord. You see, God is the most valuable thing you can ever obtain in this life. Understanding who he is and gaining relationship and friendship with God is the most important thing you can ever gain in this life. I'm telling you as my testimony, I'm telling you as I've read the scriptures and as I've seen how powerful it is, I'm telling you as somebody who has seen every single bit of Hollywood, the good, the bad, the ugly, from the first three to six months, I've seen some of the worst parts of Hollywood and some of the best parts of Hollywood when I moved here years ago. And I know now that God showed me that on purpose. He showed me what is available and he took me through it. He used my camera as a gateway as I filmed and did photography for different people, for different influencers and celebrities and actors at different parties, at different events. He showed me all kinds of things in the back end that nobody sees. He showed me it. And I can see how people can get so lost. And I can see how even people who started off pure can become sidetracked because a little thing here, a little thing there doesn't seem big to them, but it is big. Because if you are a little bit off your path, eventually you're a long way off your path. If a plane is a little bit off track, it will be in a completely different part of the world if it's not careful. And that's my fear for us is what are we centered about? And when we move throughout our life, does that change? Where is your focus and as you move throughout life, does that change? Are you checking in with yourself to see if you are still focused on what you were in the beginning? Yes, more things come, yes, more opportunity comes, but your heart should not change as to why you started. God gives us a vision in the beginning to walk after, to strive after. He gives us a heart posture to have. He gives us purpose to see. And he gives us the equipment and the gifts and the talents necessary to get there, wherever there is for you there for you is different for everybody everybody has a different end goal but they are all equally important you have to run your race and the devil hates when you run your race when you step on the track he's already ready to attack you and stop you right there because he knows that your step alone is power he knows that your step alone shows that you're even thinking about stepping onto his battlefield and he doesn't want you anywhere near it because he wants to keep distracting everybody and keep corrupting everybody and keep crushing God's children and keep holding back God's agenda. But the ones who are focused on winning the race, the ones who fix their eyes on Jesus, they're the ones that he can't mess with. So even when your eyes get off for a little bit, focus back up on Jesus, run back after Jesus because he's the only one who can keep you. He's the only one who can truly give you victory in your journey. There's many things out here in life that appeal to be victorious or a win, but many things are also ultimately meaningless in God's eyes. There's a fear in Christians. I know this because I've had this fear many times and I know this because brothers and sisters of mine have this same fear, but it is not being where God wants you to be. That's the fear. And it actually keeps us stagnant and not moving because we're so busy saying, I don't want to make that step. I don't want to make this move because I don't want to be out of alignment. I don't want to be anywhere that God doesn't have me. And I want you to know God is not the author of confusion and God's not going to trick you. The devil just wants you to second guess every single thing that you do so that you never make progress. That's all that is. The devil wants you to think that God has to completely spoon feed you every single step of the way. The devil wants you to think that you can't just make a step with the Lord led by his word. That's what he wants for you. He wants to keep you guessing. He wants to keep you right where you are so that you don't figure out that you actually have power in you, that God's already given you power. God's already given you that word and you can start striving after it right there. The Lord was showing me the other day that if he led me somewhere, I don't need to feel guilty about making steps because he led me there. I don't need to feel guilty about spending time building in an area that he led me. I didn't choose the lanes that I'm in currently. He led me there. And once he tells me to go, I will go. I guess the question on my heart to propose is what are you waiting for? Because God's waiting on you. 
What are you waiting for to follow God with your whole heart? What are you afraid of? Pray about it. Bring it to him. Ask questions. Ask a friend. But don't let too much time go by. We don't know what's going to happen even tomorrow. We don't know if we are even promised tomorrow. So we have to stop waiting to make these moves. The enemy is advancing his kingdom every single day, and that kingdom is going to come to ruin regardless in the end. We need to be advancing God's kingdom every day in some way, shape, or form. We always ask God, where are you, God, where are you? He's saying, I'm right here in you, and I'm waiting for you to step. I'm waiting for you to move. I'm right here. I'm right here with you. Will you be my hands and feet? Will you walk the earth in submission to me? Will you be bold in me? Will you trust me? That's where I am. We want God to just work miracles throughout the world and make everything go back to normal and make everything be okay, but God will work miracles through you. If you will get a revelation from him and hold on to that revelation, you will see it manifest through your life. There's a new world that God's trying to develop. There's a new way of life that God is trying to develop. There's new world leaders that God is trying to raise. And a lot of times, it starts simply in you. Let nothing hold you back anymore. And let us come together in unity, in community, and fellowship to help each other, to support each other, because this journey is not easy. But I want you to know that God will not spoon feed you every single step of the way. If God gives you a word, he wants to see how much you actually believe in that word and will you follow it? Do you believe in him and will you follow him? There are tests and there are trials throughout the way to see where your heart truly is. He's not trying to be sneaky or confusing. He just wants to see what does your heart value? Does it still just value me? Or does it value the money that I brought you into? Does it still just value me or does it value the position that I brought you into? That's what God checks in on. The things God can do with a pure heart are astronomical. The things God can do with your surrender will blow your mind and it will change the world. Focus on your mission. Focus on what God has called you to because that's where the power and the breakthrough is. We have too many clones out here right now and they're cloning themselves off of things that God didn't even build. Why are we looking so much to the world when we can look straight to our God who knows us better than anyone, who created us, and who knows all things, and he could show us the way for our journey. All I'm doing right now is pointing the focus straight to Jesus, because as I'm stepping into new levels, I'm feeling the challenges of my focus. What do I focus on? What do I hold more valuable? What was I so grateful for in the past season that I've become used to in this season? And the key to progress is simply surrender and submission. And that's why we're challenged in those areas so much. In James 4.4, it talks about friendship with the world, meaning enmity against God, which actually is hostility. It talks about being an enemy of God if we choose friendship with the world. We are not here for the things of the world. We are here because God has a purpose in us. We are here to build God's kingdom because this world will one day pass away. It's not about this world. We have an eternal God, and he's calling us to eternal glory with him in heaven, in his kingdom. So if we come here and we get distracted here, we're missing it. We can't get distracted here because this is not all there is. There's more. There's so much more. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than this world. God is so great and mighty, and he has such a great and mighty plan that he's going to reveal to us. I just want you to check your focus today, whatever your focus is on, because God loves you and he's waiting for you. What's holding you back? question that. Get to the root of that and then go forward. God has the map. He has the word. Let nothing keep you from chasing your purpose. Let nothing keep you from building God's kingdom. You already have the tools. You were born with them. You were born with the gifts. You already have the team. God can bring them to you in a heartbeat. Pray for it. Ask for it. Believe for it. And then go. These people out here being successful, 
I'm not denouncing them. They're working hard and they're believing in themselves and they're getting there. I'm not denouncing that at all. But if you're building for yourself alone and for selfish motives, it amounts to nothing in the end. Don't be distracted on the things that mean nothing. What's on your heart to give to this world? It's there for a reason. I'm just pointing to it today. God loves you. Jesus loves you. And he's available and he's close. All you have to do is call on him. Take care. Thank you.